planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Welcome back to Rabbit Noise on Rabbit Radio. That was a brand new track, I Hold Dominion by Zerath, who are just about to release their much-anticipated third album. And here to talk to us from the band is the one and only Richard Thompson. Welcome to the show, man. Hey, how you doing, man? You good? Yeah, man. Yep, doing really well. Thanks. Excellent. So uh, I first heard Zerath a couple of years ago when I stumbled across Unite to Define a Metal Hammer CD. Immediately went out and hunted down the first two albums. And uh, as a fan of your music, I'm really looking forward to hearing what you guys have been working on for your third album. So what was the writing process uh, like this time around compared to the last two? Well, um, as I was saying earlier, we, we, we had a sort of a, a lineup change where um, our guitarist left and a lot of people were kind of... Um, worried about that you know that there was they were concerned that like you know the, the most people assume that the guitarist is like you know the primary writer a lot of the time um i'm not sure why but it kind of is the first thing you go for i guess the guitarist writes everything but in actual fact it's, it's me and mike the drummer um that write the majority of the material so it was pretty much exactly the same as the way we approach two really what what me and mike do we just have our little home studio set up um and we sort of just send each other stuff uh, every other day you know like you know go to work every day and then come back and and try and get something good down in cubase and then i'll get stuck i'll send him something he gets stuck he sends me something we kind of do that and back and forth it for about sort of a year really it, it, it was slow as hell when it comes to, to this stuff i mean like because I, I i'm you know a singer and a drummer uh and i kind of can play the guitar a bit so, you know, I'm sort of, you know, struggling over that, trying to write stuff. He's a really good guitarist, but, uh, no, it takes us a long time. But yeah, we, we just back and forth it, yeah, between each other. And, uh, um, Chris, our bassist will come in with the odd idea, which sparks stuff off again. So, uh, it's cool. It's one of those things we, we keep it very open. If, if someone wants to contribute something, they can do it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of fun, but, um, but yeah, it takes us quite a while. <laughs> Well, man, it's definitely worth it when uh, you do release it. It's, uh, you know, like the other, t- man, the other two albums are, are brilliant. So were they written and recorded the same way? Yeah, I mean, well, actually, the, the first album uh, wasn't. I, I sort of joined about when they'd written most of that album, and that was kind of like basically just a bunch of experiments just put down onto CD. Like each track on the album is kind of exactly uh, the order they were written, really. Um, and I came and I thought, right, okay, you know, this 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 band may do something, so I've got to get, you know, I've got to get a song on there. So I, I wrote the last song on uh, on the first album. So that again, kind of a mishmash of stuff, really, us finding our feet. Uh, but with Zara Two, um, that sort of solidified me and Mike as the sort of main writers. And uh, again, Owen, w- w- he would just do this thing where like, he wouldn't write much you know he wouldn't write lots of music but he would just come in with like the ultimate riff every time he would like we'd be struggling for a little bit and he's like dude we, we need something fill this gap and then he'd come up with like just the best riff on the album <laughs> which was which was really useful every time we got stuck but uh but yeah so it's, it's two and three kind of kind of similar um uh, similar in the way that we wrote them recently connor's joined the band is a new guitarist yeah. right so that's right how did you uh meet meet him how did that how did he come to join the band so that was um we put out uh, a sort of message over the internet on Facebook and stuff like that, you know, looking for a new, a new guy. And we had, um, 
uh, like an audition process thing that we ha- we, we sent out to people. And we, we got like um, a few people uh, send some really cool stuff back to us, um, which was which was which was fun to watch. Um, but no one was really sort of you know hitting it for us because uh, you know to, to Owen's credit, like he was a very versatile guy. He wasn't just a metal guy. Mm. Um, you know, he had the the right hand for the metal rhythm, but like um, his lead was very kind of blues based kind of rock based and uh and that that's what you know we're all into different types of music and stuff like that but um we didn't want just a metal guy and that's what what we were getting we were just getting metal guys which is great you know they were absolutely insane players some they really were but um you know as i said none of them were really doing it for us and uh, it was just literally mike just was just on the internet one day I, I don't know what he typed in uh to the search bar but he just came across this this chap uh connor just playing in pubs uh doing his cover band stuff and like you know it's like playing like a, a les paul and you know he had long hair and stuff and so like, is this is he is he a metal guy i don't know would he be interested in this stuff and um we were just blown away by these grainy little videos that we just sent him uh, an email one day. Going, hey, do you, yeah, well, what do you think? Uh, here's, here's a song. You know, bye. And then d- didn't really expect anything back. But he got back to us quite quick and said, like, you know, um, it sounds sounds really interesting. It's quite, you know, he's, he's into his into his progressive stuff. And um, he was actually in a sort of transitional phase himself. He was uh, just just been doing covers all of his life as a session player. I mean, he's one of the biggest session players out, uh, session guitarists out in Ireland. You know, so we're like, what, what the hell is he going to want to join some, you know, tiny extreme metal band for in, <laughs> in England? But, uh, you know, we, we sold it enough to him. We told him enough lies that he would like, you know, it sounded like a better deal for him. But, um, uh, he, you know, he, he really responded to this stuff well. He, he, um, he'd, he'd not heard of us before. But what kind of clinched it from him? He, he was in some metal club in Dublin, uh, somewhere. And he saw three guys all wearing Zara t-shirts, you know, just ah, random coincidence. Awesome. Like, you know, they're, they're only three Zara fans in Ireland, you know, and uh, they all happen to be wearing Zara t-shirts. He's like, oh man, that's weird. That's gotta be, that's gotta like mean something there. So he, uh, he emailed back and said he would, uh, he was interested and we flew him over and just played for about half an hour. He learned six songs and, and that was just it straight away. It was, you know, it was one of those things, you know, within 30 seconds, I just looked at Chris, looked at, like, this is the guy again, we're going to have to break his legs so we can't move and <laughs> run away. You know, this, this, this is the only way, but <laughs> it was one of those really cool things where it was just like, there we go. And uh, instead we, we've been watching all these really great guitarists sending videos, but like, just, you know, it wasn't there for us, but this, this was just so cool to like, it was just this unanimous sort of, decision that we made whilst we were just you know almost setting up basically so so yeah it was he just came over played for about half an hour and then we got super hammered one day and just you know invited him to join well it's funny how things happen like that hey you know it it is it is it is weird we were getting worried at one point that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) well uh as each of the uh zareth albums are titled in uh number sequence is there an overall concept or story that ties all the all of them together well, weirdly, I don't, as a singer, I don't write any of the, uh, the lyrics. Because <laughs> I just, I just can't do it. I mean, I, I, I think I've got a wide enough vocabulary that I can speak to people, but for some reason I can't put it to, uh, to paper. So Mike's the, uh, the, the main lyricist. Um, and in terms of, uh, a li- like sort of lyrical theme, it's, it's, he likes to talk about sort of, um, like sort of inner strength and stuff like that, you know, mm. like, uh, all the typical stuff but you know believing in yourself and the, the fact that you know we do we do this music that the amount of scrutiny that you get from people and you know j- trying to convince like your family members that like you know this is a legitimate 
art form and thing to do is sometimes quite difficult. <laughs> Uh, and then ties that in with robots and war. <laughs> and well, what like, do you want? And, and, and like ridiculous fantasy things like that. It's not ridiculous. Yeah, uh, well, no, well, it's not ridiculous, but like it's, it's kind of funny just melding the two the two worlds together, really, <laughs> of it our works. struggles and then people killing each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've uh, played some amazing shows over the last couple of years, including the legendary Bloodstock. How, how was uh, the experience from your point of view, man? Um, Bloodstock is always really good. I remember the first time we played there, actually, it, it, it wasn't a brilliant experience because uh, we, we just released our first album. We were really excited. And then the uh, the sort of second stage they had set up there was, was smaller and more remote than the sort of unsigned stage. So when we played, it was kind of a, a bit disappointing. There wasn't too many people. I was, I was hoping for, like, you know, thousands of people. I was <laughs> really excited. But it didn't quite work out that way. But uh, any subsequent time we played there, it's it's been... Amazing. I mean, I, I get this. No one's going to turn up fear, I call it. So every time we're setting up for a show and, you know, everyone's having a cigarette outside and having a beer and we're sitting, I'm like, why is there, why is there no one here? Oh, I, I start to freak out a little bit, you know, like, I'm, I'm you know, <laughs> typically probably not helping people set drums up and stuff, just wandering around, just worrying a little bit. But every, every time Bloodstock, the, the, the place is absolutely packed, thousands of people. Uh, and they all seem to know the songs, which is cool. And like, you know, we never see these people again. You know, every time we we we, we play up north, where 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 the festival is, we you know, there's always like smaller crowds. And it's like, you know, where's where's the Bloodstock guys? Come on, <laughs> there was thousands of people last time. But um, yeah, Bloodstock's great. Um, uh, we played uh, some absolutely insane shows in uh, in China and India, which were were just absolutely crazy because you know typically countries that you wouldn't expect metal bands mm. to go to. But no, we we love, we love playing England, and uh, well, we, it's a shame we couldn't play Bloodstock this year because we played the year before. So hopefully next year, and then try and get on the uh, the Sonosphere festivals and download festivals. I'm not sure if you heard of those. Yeah, man. Yeah, the, su- the super big ones. But uh, hopefully, hopefully next year anyway. Or uh, maybe Soundwave. Have you heard of Soundwave? Oh, oh man! Like ugh, every time I see, like I've got, we've got lots of friends and bands, obviously, uh, that do uh, much better than we do. So we're obviously keeping tabs on them, seeing what they're doing. Um, and friends of ours have gone out to play the Soundway Festival, and uh, yeah, it just looks like a holiday, basically. <laughs> looks, looks, looks stunning. You know, it looks really cool because it, it, it travels uh, um, the country, doesn't it? It's not just it one does. show. Yeah, that's yeah. right. It's my, it's um, my Christmas. It's my yeah, Christmas so day. Did you, do you go to each one? I do, I do. I, I I couldn't uh, I couldn't miss it. And last year, no, absolutely. I mean, if if that was ever on the cards for us again, we'd drop anything. You know, quit jobs. I don't care. Like, I want to go play Soundwave for four days of brilliance, and then come back and have the money. I don't care. But like, absolutely, we've got to play that one day. And uh, you'd love it. You'd you'd have the best time. I mean, you've been here personally down here, but uh, just to travel the country and uh, see everything here, it's. You know, there's quite a lot of things to do. Not oh no, I mean like you know, just you know, going there just like on holidays, great. But you know, to go there and you know, players, you know, a band and, and work. You know, that's yeah, you know, that's 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 the dream really, right there. So again, we'll be pushing for that so much uh, for for possibly next year. I hope. Hopefully, fingers crossed, because I Absolutely. I really want to see you guys live. I mean, cool. Yeah, it's, it's weird actually. We, we we send a lot of merch to Australia, so clearly there's there's quite a few fans out there. But uh, again, like to come over and play a couple of club shows costs so much money i mean it's it's harder yeah. to get into it's financially more difficult to play um australia than it is to go to america really because you know because the distance is involved and stuff like that and still be worth it i think <laughs> i think so too and as i said there's always a place to crash brother there's crash space absolutely <laughs> again you will be inviting an irishman into your house just you know <laughs> 
Hide the hide the hot spirits. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh I'll leave some for him. I'll leave a bottle. <laughs> so you also keep yourself busy outside of Zerath as well with a, another band called the Custodian, uh, yeah, which is very different musically, man, and and that's that's awesome. So what, what's the status of that band at the moment that now you're working with uh, the new Zerath album coming out? Well, um, but we we had a few um, uh, gigs sort of uh, th- this year, but to, you know they were really difficult to put together because. All of the custodian was, was was kind of written by me, and most of it was was played by me. So having to get, you know, I, I got some amazing musicians together, and like you know, I'm so thankful. I knew I knew these people, and they were, you know, ready to help me out. But like it was such a a thing to put together. You know, it, it cost you know it cost me a lot of money personally to to fund it all, um, just to basically do a couple of shows, which were you know it was a really great learning experience. Um, uh, to do it, but it was it, it's entirely different than playing uh, Zerath. You, I think with, with Metal, you can get away with a little bit more. With, with Plinky Plonky Prog, you know, one mistake, <laughs> and every single person's going to hear it. <laughs> and then I, I was having to drum and sing at the same time, and I've not really done that before. But uh, So, I mean, it was cool. We, we managed to pull it off. Um, but uh, the status of that now is that um, if we get uh, a decent enough gig offer, uh, where well, we're getting paid, and I can, you know, pay the musicians... Um, that are helping me out, then we'll do it. But um, you know, as you say, I mean, Zerafree is taking over precedence right now, and uh, um, we're starting, I think, you know, to be uh, booking tours for around the end of the year. So we'll be away. I would have thought for you know most of the end of the year. So I won't really have too much time for it. But it, it's still there. It's not going anywhere. You know. So if if we ever get time and enough, you know, gig offers, then then we can do it. But you know, it, it's kind of coming back to it. Um, after long periods of time is is kind of difficult because you've got to get everyone in the same room, which is firstly impossible because everyone is so busy, and then you've got to remember how to play it all after you know, doing another yeah, style yeah. of music all together. But uh, but yeah, you know, I, I still love it and it's there and it's it's had a decent enough response where I, I you know think we'll, we'll we'll keep it going and uh, yeah, as I say, if we get uh, decent enough offers, we'll do them. Awesome, man. Well, I really dig that album too, and I don't know how you oh, can great. do it, man. I don't know how you can play drums and and sing at the same time. Well, I, I didn't know I could eat either, but I just, you know, <laughs> kind of like programmed it all out and thought, right, okay, I'll just learn how to do it later. I always find that's the best way to, do, to to learn how to do something. Just like, you know, set something really, you know, super hard for yourself and then just have to figure it out. Otherwise, you're screwed. <laughs> I think that's the best motivation. Man, that's awesome. So what are your upcoming plans uh, after the release of the new Zerath? You, you got a tour and everything booked and... Well, it's nothing uh, is is concrete yet, as as the way it is. You know, we we, we get sort of offers come through, which are like, yeah, you might be able to do this. This has come through. You you might get this. It's it's always up in the air right mm. till the last minute, uh, in regards to tours. But you know, we're, we're hoping to um, when it's released, get out and play as soon as possible because we, with the with the last releases, we always took quite a while uh, to get any decent tour offers, or um, or we you know we didn't. Uh, we, we just couldn't tour for several reasons or whatever, so you, you, that hype dies down a little bit if you if you leave it um, too late after the release. So this time we're very, um, you know, keen to as soon as it's dropped, we want to be out there playing, you know, straight away. So gigs, gigs, gigs. That's it after after the release for sure. Awesome man, and uh, more merch and everything like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um, I think the, the, the pre-orders, the pre-order bundles are all coming out um, in a couple of weeks. I think. Uh, I, I distance myself from merch because, like, I don't have an eye for it whatsoever. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what looks good. So I get, right, just 
someone make it make it look good. Just make some t-shirts and we'll sell them. That's all good. But uh, yeah, they'll they're all be coming out in, in, in a couple of weeks, I think. Um, uh, and we'll let everyone know, of course. Awesome. So uh, where can uh, we uh, pre-order the album? From a bunch of places, uh, I think. Uh, but there will be a specific shop that we've set up um, I think it's the, the band stores. I think I think mm-hmm. it is. So we'll, we'll let everyone know, and it's uh, it, we'll, we'll put it out all over the internet, and you'll, you'll be able to order it from our label, order it from Amazon, or all the normal places. But the best place to get it will be from our specific shop because you'll be able to get like you know separate uh, bundle deal with, with like you know different shirts and merch and stuff like that. But we'll be letting everyone know for sure. Awesome, man. We're gonna go to the track reform part three from uh, the second Zerath album now. Good choice. Thanks so much for hanging with us tonight, man. And uh, I wish you and the boys the very best uh, with all your upcoming plans for Zerath. Man, thank you so much, man. It's great to speak to you. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 